At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're saying Rodgers is out of his prime? Well, no, no. Uh. I know. How dare he? Listen, I love Aaron Rodgers. He was my boy. He still is my boy. In a lot of ways, I say he's my favorite quarterback ever still. So don't. Don't get jealous, okay? I'm taking, you said it. All right. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. What's up, homies? Got a special podcast today. I mean, really special. Because last week, I went up to Buffalo and hung out with my boy, Boo. That's my boy, Boo. Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen, who I think is the best quarterback in football right now. Right up there with Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Burrow and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Josh Allen, to me, phenomenal and got a great look of inside look, I should say, of the guy, the person, and then the football mind. And I hope that's what everybody likes here because we kind of hit it on it all. We hit on when Sean McDermott, went, he realized he went full in on Josh Allen. When was the moment he realized, whoa, I can't fit the ball into every tight window in the history of the football planet. I got to dial it back a little bit. Mechanics. Tom Brady trash talk from the match. We kind of went around his career and the expectations of the season. And even the fact of, hey, what's your reaction that you're kind of in the middle of Manning, Brady, or Elway, and Marino right now with you and Mahomes in this rivalry? So without further ado, I hope you enjoy my boy Blue, me and him having a catch in the middle of the Buffalo Bills Stadium. Josh Allen, here he is. My boy Blue. Do you know I call you my boy Blue? Did you really know that? You know that? I do know that. You do yeah. that? Okay, yeah. good, good. I mean, I've made a song after you. I got, you know, I got a lot of nicknames for you because I feel like you're my guy. So thanks for being out here with me, man. I appreciate you. Well, really you are my guy. Oh, thanks a lot. I thanks. am your guy. You're thanks. my guy too. All right, good. Thanks, Blue. My boy Blue. Right. See? Um, you know, first thing I want to like ask you about, just like growing up, did you dominate little league world, like little league sports? I felt like I did. You did? That's all right. Yeah. Don't be bashful. I mean, you're dominating the NFL. You're allowed to say you dominated peewee football and all that. Yeah, peewee football was fun. I think I was more dominant in, like, Little League baseball. Little League baseball? team, to be honest. Right. And, and, and did you play basketball, too? I did. Yeah. yeah. But football, I was I was quarterback. I felt like I was pretty good, but I was always, uh, believe it or not, pretty small. Were you really? Yeah. And when did you become a giant? Junior, senior year of high school, and then... Grew a little bit in junior college as well. So that's when it really picked up. Yeah. And then, like, your 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 arm itself, like, pitching baseball, like yep. you did all that, mm-hmm. and you always could throw it even when you weren't as big and everything like that, like always had an arm where you were like, wow, I can throw the ball harder than anybody around. Yeah. 
pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So baseball, it was pitching. What other position was it? Pitching, first base. I was actually like my freshman year, I played varsity and they stuck me in right field. Right. To throw people out at first. Right. So that was kind of part of the gig there. Just like go out there when the ball's thrown or hit to you, just throw it hard, you know? Yeah, got you, got you. All right, well, like so much made about like, you know, oh, Josh Allen, mechanics coming out, you know, and like inaccuracy and all those type of questions, right? And that's just like the first thing I want to talk to you about just a little bit. Like, yeah. for, since you've come out in college, you haven't changed your grip or anything, right? You're not still, the grip, not no. the grip, not at all. Till two and under five like that? Yep, yeah. just, my, just my ring finger there. And so I'm, yeah. Just here. Yeah, yeah. So you're two and under five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's a very popular grip right now in the NFL. I feel like there's a lot of team or a lot of guys that go one on and under. Yeah. When I was growing up, like nobody really did that a whole lot. It just there was really? yeah like Elway, Marino, you know, my father, Joe Montana. Those those two fingers were on the ball. Gotcha. So it's like it's it's just interesting to see like you, and I see Kyler Murray and all, you know a lot of guys who do it. Um, but it's just always natural to you to go always. go that way. And I've never never changed my grip. Now in terms of mechanics, I yeah. think I've gone drastically different from when I first came out. Right. I've tried to turn more into a rotational thrower, and I used to be kind of a over the a top linear guy. thrower, right? right? So I'm like throwing off a mound, and you'd look at some pictures in college, and there's sometimes I'm like this. Yeah, know? I remember seeing it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. When did that light bulb got on, go on to like say all of a sudden like wait I got to change this and let me be more rotation and around than up and down? Yeah, it was. Uh, Going into my third year, right, Jordan Palmer and we uh, have a guy by the name of Chris Hess. Okay. He's got a company called Biometric. Right. And we digitally mapped my mechanics and like you do this thing, like you do this warm up and all of a sudden it connects all your joints and you got like that wire tell, and they're like, like yeah. 30% or 30 degrees of angle on your ankle flexion and right. your left knee is stronger than your right knee and we used some force plates. Um, he did it great and I think Chris Hess you know, along with Jordan, after watching that and getting that breakdown of my mechanics, that's when things were like switched Switch. because everything up top was beating everything down low. It was almost like reverse order. Right. So as soon as I started learning sequencing and whether it's the right thing to do or not, I kind of um, elongated my my arm. Okay. Which allowed everything else because I was so quick here. Right. It allowed everything else to kind of sequence through. Gotcha. And then it's still more body and less yeah. arm. Let the arm follow the body a little bit more. Yeah. And then we incorporated a little like every once in a while I do the Aaron Rodgers foot pop. I see it. I know. Yeah. So I don't really know why I do that. Right. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact reasons, but I feel like when I'm closed on a throw. Yeah. If I'm throwing on my left and I'm just closed. Right. That little pop allows I me to rotate and get as get as open as I can be there. Right, just in case you're in the pocket and you didn't get quite in the right position, but you go, oh God, this guy's open over yeah. here. Let me get, let me flick it to him. And that's when the, so that's something you like, like stole from Rogers basically a yeah, little bit? basically. And it was just a thing, like I, I had seen him do it. Right. Um, watching his game film and stuff like that. And I just started messing around, fumble, started messing around in practice one day and I was like, hey, that, there's something to this. Like yeah. it started coming off really good and I was right. like, got me into a position where like everything was going this way. Right. Um, yeah, and it's been working out. So what about like this, like a little bit more of like any other things you think of? Like I noticed like, you know, you think about your front shoulder, you know, do you think about anything like that? Yeah, not as so much. Yeah. Um, I know like I'm, I'm not as mechanically sound as I'd like to be, but I think that kind of 
comes in part because I'm I'm doing so much other stuff. I'm moving. I'm getting out of the pocket. I'm right. throwing, throwing from different arm angles. And I think the main takeaway that I have in my own mechanics. Yeah. Like I feel like I know my mechanics better than anybody, but in my mind I see a little strike zone. Okay. Like there's something right here telling my arm like the ball's got to be released here. Gotcha. Because right? like when I used to be that linear thrower, like when I released the ball up here, it's high. When I released a little too late, it's low. The ball was dying. Right. So as I'm getting rotation. If I can continue to release the ball in the same spot, now I got to change my shoulders for your trajectory. Gotcha. Right? And I can still go here. Right. I can still throw it this way. Like everything, as long as it's coming out, and I try to stop my hand in this spot right here. And then sometimes, obviously, momentum's still going. Sure. Um, but in terms of like releasing the ball, I'm trying to be as precise and accurate and you know similar every time I throw the ball. I've heard you talk about it. Yeah, so you all, you really are almost into the like where you like seeing your hand hit the target actually. Yeah, and it's and it's, uh, it's I don't want people to think like I'm aiming the ball. It's gotcha. just like I want to be as consistent as possible with my stroke. Right. And when I know where the ball's coming out, like right. I said, that's when I can do this. Yeah, and you can start changing I little do, angles and Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's funky, but I, I I love it and Matt Barkley, he's uh he's pretty big on mechanics too. So we have some fun talks and sometimes uh you know, I think I'm right. Sometimes he thinks he's right. But, yeah. You know, it's it's a uh, it's great dialogue. Wait, how long did it take to like click? Where you were just like, oh wait, I got it. And like, you know, did you have to like go a whole off season or work and it became natural or did it? Yeah, I actually went to Jordan that into my third year. Right. I said I want to start incorporating this. Yeah. Little foot pop that Aaron right. was doing. Right. And as I started getting to it, I was just like, all right, well, looking at the biometric stuff, I was like, okay, well, let's get a little longer here. Widen my base out a little bit and yeah. just here, like swinging a baseball bat, you know? Gotcha, right. And you like, do you have like thought of like popping your feet underneath you or anything like that a whole lot? Not really. No, no. I could I could tell you don't. That's where it's it's interesting. You're very comfortable almost throwing flat footed to a degree at times. Yeah, and that's that's why like in our offense specifically, we've got so many options and different like they can break in, they can break out, they can be at ten yards, they can be at eight yards. Right. And it's a little different than like most guys say, I need you at 12 yards on the sideline, the ball's coming out, three hitch, go. Like, I'm not like that. I'd, I'd rather be like sitting here on my back my back leg. Right. You do your job, you get open. Right. And when you're when you're open, that's when I'm like, you're gonna I'm pull just the waiting trigger. for you. And as soon as I see either break in, that's why like I set up to throw left. Yeah. And I adjust to throw right. Because I still think in like, with that thought process and with being a rotational thrower. Yeah. I can still throw this way from this angle. Yes. So setting up left, and if he breaks out, it's still this way. So you you favor left because you know you can get back right so easily yes. and naturally. That's that's I've never heard anybody say that. That's that's what well, that's why you're a freak of nature too, though. Okay. I, first off, just so everybody knows, the guy made the most unbelievable damn throw in two-minute drill before, and I just went, oh my gosh! And like a few of you people on the sidelines, your little hole shot down the right sideline. Yeah. I mean. There's only like a few guys in the history of football that can make that throw. It's insane. I just had to say that. Thank you. All right. All right. Other thing, like, how many times a game do you think you just unleash it and throw it 100% effort, 98% effort? Like, maybe once or twice a game. Right. And it's not, it's not the deep go balls. It's like, oh shoot, tight window here. Like I gotta go. Yeah. Like, and right. it's almost like those sudden ones where like, I see the window now. But I know it's closing. Skinny and post, like, in cut, yes, something and like it's that. It's usually those in cuts or those curl rats where you're trying to beat two defenders squeezing in on them. Right. Um, and usually when you're throwing it that hard, yeah, the ball should probably be going somewhere else. Right. Because that's attracting two guys. Someone's got to be open. Yeah. Right. So yeah, 
how long did it adjust, does the adjustment to go, okay, I can't squeeze everything in here all the time. Yeah. When did that light bulb go to go, okay, like, all right, I, Wyoming, high school, okay, I could do it, but here. Yeah, that would have been second year against the Patriots. Gotcha. Uh, three interceptions in that first half. <laughs> get reamed on the sideline by Dayball, go out and get knocked out of the game. It was at that point I knew it was like, you know what, like let's let's trust the guys around me. Like I don't need to make every single throw right. that I see and allow, you know, the ten guys on the field to help me out and just slowly and surely started taking that thought process and taking the easy ones and when the, the big ones present itself, that's when you kinda go. Yeah, okay. All right. And now like touch balls. You know, you become a really awesome touch thrower, timing thrower, loft the ball up, let the guy run under it. I mean, I saw some even practice today where it's just like, oh wait, I got a little pressure on me and I got to throw like a deep cross off my back. Like, do you have a different thought process when you throw those type of footballs as compared to maybe when you're, like you talked about before, driving the ball? Yeah, in terms of placement, it's just like, it. those don't need to be as precise like yeah. right here. But again, it's give my guy a shot and not the other guy. Yeah, right. So it's float it towards the sideline, bring them back down, try like I try to limit as much overthrows as possible. Yeah, I, gotcha. I hate overthrowing the ball. Um, you know, tip balls those typically get picked. Right. So as as much as I can get them going towards the sideline, especially when there is pressure and I gotta drop the arm angle, um, just them or nobody. Is Put out at a really place where they can go run and get it and yes. hopefully they get it. If they don't it's an incomplete pass. Yes. All right, so now the next thing I want to ask you about is like you know your your scrambling ability the the backyard football, you know you Mahomes Rogers in his prime it gets it's off the charts. Like you're saying Rogers is out of his prime. Well, no, no, uh, maybe not moving okay, and scrambling. Okay. That's gotcha. what I was trying to say. I know how dare he listen. I love Aaron Rodgers. So he's, he was he he was my boy. He still is my boy. In a lot of ways, I say he's my favorite quarterback ever. Still, so don't don't get jealous. Okay. I'm taking you said it. All right, <laughs> but. But yeah, how, you know, do you practice that? How do, how do you practice chaos and backyard football? Yeah, it's not like you can work as many scramble drills seven on seven as you want. That's, that is the furthest thing from the real thing as yeah, possible. And, right. You know, when we do that, it's just like, come on guys, like I, I get it, like roll this way, guys are gonna work, but it's, it's a trust in the guys when I do make something happen. And it happened a couple of times in practice today and we practice a little differently, like you like you saw today. Yeah. Like it's it's a little different than most places, but right. in terms of just like feeling it, like, and, and we all know like there's some longer developing routes where we want to take a shot, and I get the perfect defense. Yeah. Instead of focusing eyes here, it's like, all right, where where am I possibly getting pressure from? Okay, I'm feeling pressure here. You know what? He just flew by. Go find room to find a new spot to throw the ball. So you you do give a good peek with your eyes to the rush and, and in, in certain concepts. Gotcha. Now. I I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. But so you'll you'll yeah you you know the play whatever. But you'll look. You might see a guy get off to a good jump or coming around the edge, and you'll give it a, a, a definite look. It's not always just feel, right? Yes, correct. And then like when you're in that, and then take me take us all into it because I don't know. I I played and I certainly wasn't you, but like those things that was blur to me. It was like a blur. I just saw like. Are you still like hyper aware of everything around you and being able to see down the field and knowing where everybody's at? Are you seeing clearly Von Miller coming around the edge or do you just see color? Sometimes it's a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's like clear as day, like it's step up. It's like, I've got nobody out here. Right. Like I know I have time. Like you might give a little peek here just to feel anybody on your back. Sometimes you feel flash and when you get down, you're like, okay, there might be a loop around here. So I got to get up 
more this way, get rid of the ball before that guy comes around the top. Right. And then again, yeah, these the defenders, I, I feel like I do have a good grasp of that. And I think it's just my my place off how I've played since I was in Pop Warner high school, college, like again where I grew up, like in Pop Warner football, like you just didn't have old linemen, you know, like it was just drop back and throw the ball or find a way out and get get to a different spot and throw the ball. So So you've been doing this for a long time. It's yes. it's a it's a natural practice skill just that was forced on you almost to a degree. For sure. Yeah. When when you are in that moment and the chaos is around you, do you ever throw balls like blind? Do you go like, oh wait, I know where that guy's supposed to be. So I'm gonna just put it over here. Or do you still go, wait, I got to see it real quick, and then I'm going to throw it? I threw one blind football last year, and it was the uh, divisional game to Dawson Knox. The back of the end zone? Yeah. The the great catch that yeah, I don't think you were throwing to him? You I mean was that not one? throwing to him. Right. And I, I, I'll go on record. Like, I, again, I just, they dropped dropped eight into coverage. They are only rushing three. Van Noy added on late. Spence did a good job, and I was just kind of rolling out. And I saw Judon coming at me, and I was like, all right, hold on one more second. I might get this flag here. Just right. Hold on, throw it away take a hit and maybe get the flag and I got up and I like I it was so cold like my ears were like basically numb and frozen <laughs> so I didn't hear like the crowd go crazy and like I'm getting up going back to the huddle like third down here we go and like all of a sudden everybody's walking off the field I'm like wow I sat down I literally go what happened yeah like I, I had Dawson come over me because they didn't show it on the big screen after the touchdown either like I don't I don't even think they knew that we had scored right you know? right so you're, but you're that hyper aware that you knew Judon was coming and you might get a late hit or something or something like that, unnecessary roughness. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. That really is. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Your workout regimen. That's the next thing I kind of wanted to go to. Just... What is it? Do you lift weights? You seem like you're just Johnny Country Strong, who like just is in shape and whatever else. But do you like lift, work out, do that type of stuff? 24/7, every day in the off season. <laughs> you're full of it. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. It's no. I, listen, well, tell I do. me why. I mean, it's working. Yeah. So don't... Well, again, I think my play style is so much different than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. Like after the season, I, I'm beat up physically. Yeah. Like, my body, my body hurts and. 
this off season is actually the, the least amount of working out I did. Right. When I came back and I did our initial testing, I blew every test that I've ever done out of the water. And I just think it was allowing my body to re rest and recover and right. actually like feel like it's the best I've ever felt right now. Moving like just in terms of how my body feels, it's the best I've ever felt. Yeah. And obviously back in the training camp, back in the season, like lifting, that's, that's what we do. It's three, four times a week. But in terms of like just my feel of my body, it's the best I've felt in a long time. And, and like, do you, do you consciously not want to, like, is it about like keeping your arm flexible, pliable? Is there anything like that? I to barely it? touch anything up top. You don't really touch I, anything up top. I'll do some top. dumbbell bench press, but I'm, I'm pushing 50s, 60s, maybe 70s if I'm feeling. Yeah, nothing big. Feeling good. Like right. No, no barbell bench press. Um, really nothing up here. No military press. Right. And again, it's just allowing everything to kind of be pliable yeah. and flexible, like you're saying, and right. have some rubber bandiness to it. Right. No legs, squats, anything? Squats, yeah. Uh, heavy in the deadlift. Heavy? He hex bar deadlift. Yeah, yeah. okay. And I've been a fan of hex bar deadlift. I trained uh, coming out like of the draft. like trap bar deadlift? Trap bar, yes. Yeah, okay, got you, got you. Um, with uh, Ryan Flaherty, and he's done, like, he, he's the man. So, Flair Bear, if you're watching, you're the man. That, in my opinion, like, we've talked about that a lot, and he's done some studies of how that drill, that lift. Right is the most like correlated to speed and like injury prevention and things of that nature that that's what I love to do and I, I feel good doing it. Yeah, okay, that's that's um, that's amazing. All right, so everybody know that I can bench press more than Josh Allen just so we know that. I got him on something around 100%. here. 100%. That's it, that's about all I got. Do you change anything or have a thought process in weather? Like, do you think of anything like, I've seen quarterbacks sometimes say, I try to, you know, point the nose, the ball down, or I grip the ball less if it's rainy. Is there anything you think? I mean, because I just, you, you played in a, a 70 yeah. mile per hour winds against the Patriots and still threw it right through it. Yeah, so that, like, I know this is gonna sound weird. Yeah. In, in the wind, like, you've got to focus as much as you can on throwing a spiral. Spiral, Like, right. there's some games where like, it's, the ball's coming out good, but it's just like, all right, I got a flat there and I can just, I can duck it out there yeah. if I want to. It's going to get there. Right. But when that wind is going and if there's any tilt on that nose. Right. Like it's going it, to explode. Yeah. I mean, if it's spinning, it's coming here. Like, it's – and that's the thing of driving through the wind. I know, like, when the wind's with you, like, it's, it's almost worse when the wind's with you because when you're throwing a high trajectory ball and also the nose is like this, and yeah. it's like, all it right, just it, takes you it. have no idea where this right. ball is going. Right. So it's almost more of a drive throw in the wind and keeping it – keeping it that one or two ball and not really throwing the deep deep and, goes because you have no idea. And you just but again, think, into the wind, again, you're just going to have to throw a little harder right. and aim a little little more left because that wind is just going to tail off a little Take bit. Take it. And you just think about spinning it a little harder. Yeah. Or it's just it's more of that little bit, little, right? Yeah, yeah I guy. got you. Okay. You know, Derek Jeter, right? He just had like the captain show, right, and all that. And he was talking about like he keeps receipts on like the haters and he like he knew all the people that doubted him and that was kind of one of those things that that drove him were you like that because i feel like even after year two and three it was still like well we're still not sold on his accuracy and all that kind of crap right all right do you listen to that noise or do you just block it all out i mean it's it's a double-edged sword there yeah you know i'd love to say like i don't hear that i don't hear that stuff i don't see that stuff but it's it's absolutely like I know who has said what. Yeah. Like I've seen it, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, this, that. Like it's, it just pops up sometimes. Yeah, and right. And you've got it on TV and you've got it on the radio. And that's that's our job. Like yeah. we, we get critiqued in the in the public like really no other job in the world. Um, maybe the president. You know? Yeah, right. But that just, it comes with the territory. And at the end of the day, 
I know what I was I know what I'm capable of. I knew what I was capable of back then. I knew that the Bills believed in that because they traded up to draft me. Right. And as long as I had the respect and the trust of my teammates, everything else was minutia. Like I didn't didn't care. But I still know what you said about me. Yeah. You know, at the same time, but so it's I'm a little out here. burning fire behind the Correct. scenes a little, but not like you don't it's, go crazy. It's not bad. Again, and I, I, I expect so much out of myself. Yeah. I've said some really bad things to myself. Like I am a negative self-talker. Yeah. That's how I light a fire under myself yeah, sometimes. Right. But I'm same way. I'm also like I feel like I'm very realistic in the sense of self-knowledge sure. and understanding and uh, not lying to myself. I think that's the worst thing you can possibly do is lie to yourself. So I try not to. Right. All right. All right. So you made the quote recently of like, and I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but like I want to own every aspect of football, and I can't remember it exactly off the top of my head, but I think you you remember what you're saying. What what did you what did you mean by that? Well, one just like in terms of understanding defenses and coverages that people are trying to play against us, right. knowing what their weak points are and certain concepts. If I get this coverage, okay. Who am I IDing? Like, where are my eyes going to right at the snap? Right. Um, and then in terms of situational football, like Coach McDermott, like there are so many different situations in every single game that you play in. It feels like there's a different situation that arises, whether it's two-minute, four-minute, um, end of half, end of game. Again, like what Coach McDermott preaches to us, we've got Toro situations, we've got red alerts, we've got bingo situations, we've got altar situations. Just knowing exactly – why Dorsey is calling what he's calling. Right. And trusting that and trusting Coach McDermott and what he's taught us and going out there like and to be trusted, not just by Dorsey and, and Coach McDermott, but yeah. my, my, my team. Yeah. To understand like Josh knows what he's doing. He understands what the situation is. There's 35 seconds left on the clock in the second half. We're trying to get a field goal. We can't go in bounds here. We need to get out of bounds. We have no time. Like just the little nuances of football that sometimes gets overlooked in a game. And so, no, it's a lot it's a lot to take yeah. in. There's so much involved with that answer um you but just, just having a grasp of every situation when i step on the field being prepared right you want to immerse yourself in every bit of it i i, I, I get that all the way all right you brought up mcdermott and this is like something i find like so you said how you knew they liked you because they traded up for you but also like he's a defensive coach and i was yeah. always like i wonder if he'll really ever go all in on the offense and josh allen and just let it go when did you know like you, he had your back. Like he was, he was gonna break the mold of the defensive coach, like a Tony Dungy with Peyton Manning, and go. You know what? This dude's real. Let's just go and attack with it. Yeah, I think part of season three, you know, he had talked to me and just said like, hey, like, he told the captains like, this is your team. Like here, I'm giving you guys the keys. Like, if you guys want to talk in meetings, like if you guys want to say this before games, like, you guys do you. And like, when you're on the field, like I trust you implicitly. Like take care of the football, score points, that's all that matters. So, right. um, you know, when he said that to me, just allow me to play free and loose and, and be myself and not be a, uh, a robot of some sort, you right. know, where right. some, some systems are heel, toe, yeah. crossover, right. back foot, plant, throw. Right. It's just like, you do you. Like, why we drafted you is because of what you've done. Gotcha. And we want you to keep doing that. We don't want to change who you are and what you are as a player. Right. When you're when he's open, just throw it to him. We don't care if you're. That's right. You took all the exact steps that are right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's refreshing as a quarterback. I, I can imagine that because I've kind of been in both and I found it refreshing yeah. that way. And I've heard stories again. We've had a lot of guys like Case Keenum's been in a lot of different systems. Matt yeah. Markley, right. Been in a lot of different systems and like to hear stories about how their systems were, how concepts were ran, were ran. And they're getting here and like, dude, 
this is this is awesome. Like right. the respect that the coaches give us here, the leeway on the field of like, hey, like just figure it out. Yeah. Like, it makes you feel like a grown man playing football. Right. You know, and that's that's what we are. We're grown men playing football. You gotta let us be grown men. Yeah. All right. You know, you you bring up, you know, you brought up Dayball, and now it's 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 Ken Dorsey, somebody who I was you know playing in college football. But Thirty-eight and two. At the U, what's that? Thirty-eight and two. Thirty-eight and two. I know. Damn, I didn't. I don't like that because I was at Texas at the time and I wanted to play them and it didn't happen. They would have beat our butt anyways. But either way, you know what's that? You know, Dayball was great. You got Dorsey, a guy Aaron Cromer as an offensive line coach mm -hmm. who I was with in Tampa Bay for a little bit, who I got a lot of respect for. Like, what's what's the new sprinkle? What's what are they bringing to the squad here that may be different from from Brian Dayball? Yeah, I mean. I, th I just think in terms of run game, we're going to be very, you know, I I'd say consistent in yeah. our approach to it. Right. Um, you know, different thought process going into it. The alignment respect, like you, you talked about Coach um, Cromer. And right. Just what he's been teaching them, the knowledge and the experience that he has. And then I know it's preseason, but coming out and playing the way we did last week. Yeah. And running the ball the way we did, like – guys start to buy in and start to believe that and when when things go the right way so we got to keep building upon that and again we've got three really good backs in Devin Zach and uh, Jimbo and two guys that are you know fighting right now and Duke and Raheem that right. are just they're putting everything they can into it and they're they're looking really good out there and as we continue to do that and get more confident with that it's just so, it's only going to help us on the field so with now like your own running ability do you have a limit on it i mean what's your thought of qb power all the time you just always like coach call it i don't care i mean the competitor in me is like yeah put the ball in my hands for right sure. um now i understand like let those guys who get paid to run the ball run the ball yeah but quarterback run game is so different like we pick up an extra blocker and it allows us to really outnumber teams that um how they play us if you will so I'm all for it. Again, I'd rather throw the ball yeah. and hand it off. But if I'm called to do it, I'll do it. You're natural at it. I mean, it's it's like it's like you played running back at some point in your life almost. So first year of Pop Warner. First year of Pop, yeah, because oh, yeah. you read blocks and you you know how to set them up, and it's 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 quite impressive, really. It's a, it's a big time weapon. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. 
Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Enough of the quarterback mechanic stuff. Do you realize, like, where you are right now? Like, like you're the man. Like, you're, like, definitely one of the best quarterbacks in football, right? Has that, like, hit home to you? Do you ever think about it? Like, man, where have I come from? And I'm in this elite group of guys with, you know, the Bradys and Rodgers and Mahomes right now in the NFL. It, de- it doesn't really sit with me like that. Right. Um, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm doing what I love to do, being a quarterback for – such a historic franchise here in Buffalo and right. such a great fan base and you know something I'm proud of is, is what I've been able to do off the field in the community here and you know have the Patricia Allen Fund and awesome. be able to help out Oshai Children's Hospital and um, again at the end of the day I get to play football so that's yeah. that's all I care about and one time it did hit me was obviously during the match right you know playing in, in that little golf deal with Tom and Aaron who yeah. quarterbacks I've idolized my entire life right and looked up to and then playing with Pat, who we know what he's done so far in his career. Um, so that that was a little surreal to me, and I kind of even leaned over to Pat. I was like, this is freaking crazy. <laughs> so, and he, he felt the same way. Yeah. Um, but again, like, there's so much work to do and so many more accomplishments, you know, that I, I want to accomplish, and I want to bring a Super Bowl back here to Buffalo and, and allow these fans to enjoy that. So we got work to do. Did you learn anything with those guys, just by being out there with Rodgers, Brady? Brady giving you, calling you a little chunky. How dare he? How dare he? How dare he? He won't race me, though. <laughs> no, he won't. He won't. Definitely not. He won't tackle me. <laughs> he won't do that he either. <laughs> no, he can't. I'll, I'll give you the edge there for sure. But along those lines, like, you know, you and Mahomes, like, that's the other thing that, to me, as a football fan, I've been around it my whole life because of my dad, and I love it, and I, I joke and call myself Johnny Historian all the time. You know, I grew up in, like, Elway Marino era. And then, of course, was playing early on in, you know, Manning-Brady era. Yeah, you're ve- you seem very aware that it's like the, it seems like we're going down to the Mahomes-Allen era right now. You know, what, what does that mean to you? What The relationship you have with him, it just seems unique. And, like, kind of explain that to us. It, it's very unique. And I think it's kind of rooted, you know, how we grew up. Right. Um, you know, both of us obviously were very doubted in our early NFL careers yeah. and, you know, Colleges didn't go to the top premier college. I know he right. went to a little more prestigious college in Wyoming. Go Pokes! Yeah. But in terms of like how we grew up, and we just we love the game of football. He plays the game like I feel like how I do in terms of going out there and just having like we enjoy it. We enjoy being out there, and you can see him having fun with his teammates. And um, you know, we've got a lot of respect for each other. But I got so much respect for his game and you know off the field as well, how he carries himself, how he how he handles himself. Um, that it is such a unique situation though because like you're saying like the media and the people they want us to hate each other so much I know. you know and that's that's what it is and that's what it's supposed to be and um, you want to beat his butt but you, exactly. you really respect but him I, I, like I respe- the guy i respect him so much right um that, that that could never happen but yeah when we're on the field playing against each other it sucks you know he, he's a hell of a player and uh he's got me a couple times um more than i've gotten him so uh, yeah. we got to find a way to give him some payback yeah yeah do you do you you know, like, do you find yourself, like, I know, like, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, they would be, like, you know, they didn't have highlights available right after the game, right? But they'd always talk about, like, the next morning they opened up the newspaper, just be like, what did he score that night? What did he, how did he play? Did they win? All of that. 
do you like find yourself going home being like, let me see what Pat did today. Like, let me just, let me see what the chiefs are doing. Is it, is it, does it, is it like that? No, not, not really. Um, honestly, like I'm so focused on what I'm trying to do here Yeah. that it's really like when we play our game, I go home though. I do watch, I watch as much football. Like, yeah, you're a fan. I, I am a fan of football. I love watching good football. So, uh, anytime I'm home, whether it's Monday, I got, I have guys over Monday nights. We watch the Monday night game. I watch it Thursday night. When it's on Saturday, I watch it Saturday. I don't watch as much college as I'd like to. Yeah. Um, but again, when we have one o'clock games, and those one o'clock games are starting to slowly go away, we're getting some more Thursday nights, Monday nights, Sunday nights, and all that. But you know, those one o'clock games here, we're done so early. Like we get to watch that 5 p.m. slate, and then the the Sunday night game. And yeah. um, I'm always watching football, so I, I do appreciate again how he plays the game. But there's a lot of other guys in the league that I that I'd like to watch too. So you're saying you're watching the pregame Sunday night football, football night in America when I'm on, right? Of course, <laughs> okay, of course. Just make yeah, sure. yeah. Just want to make sure. Okay, I just want to make sure you're my boy Blue. All right. Super Bowl. You guys are the the favorites. The Super Bowl favorites. Going to win the championship. You know, how do you handle that mentally? Do you embrace it or do you try to like ignore it? Well, we we don't care about that. Like. That's our goal. That's yeah. that's our expectation. At the end of the day, Coach McDermott ke- preaches playoff caliber. Um, in order to win the Super Bowl, you got to make it into the playoffs. So, everything that we do on and off the field is towards that goal to give us a chance to win the Super Bowl. And yeah, that's that's on everybody's mind. It doesn't matter if the media is saying that. It doesn't matter if coaches saying that. It's it's on our minds as a player and um, as a team. So that's that's what we're setting out to do. Yeah. So first game of the year, we're going to be there. You know, Thursday night. Mm-hmm kick off the the NFL season the Super Bowl champs like you got to play them you got to play this guy once before like take us into what it's like to have to deal with Aaron Donald hmm. on a play-by-play basis it sucks yeah I, I've never been toyed or manhandled the way I've I've ever been with him. I, I he threw back, you to the ground. I stepped time. back and I went to step up and he literally just <laughs> one-handed yanked me back this way and it was like I it, it took me like I had to watch it a couple times to like understand how he did that because I'm not a small person, right? And for him to do that one-handed while he's getting blocked and just to rip me down, it's ridiculous. Like you've got to double team him. You have to know where he's at on the field at all times. Like he, he's he's a monster. He yeah. is, and he's one of the, if not the best player in football. And he's been that way for the last six, seven years. And um, you have to have a plan when you play against him. So I've got a lot of respect for his game. We share the same financial advisor. Oh, jeez. So, you know, hopefully he takes it a little easy on me if he gets to me and, and sets me down gently. I doubt it. You're both rich. I'd like to be your financial advisor. You know, you, you, you got to play him, you know, the, the time I referred to the one time. So he threw you down. How much do you weigh right now? Like, if you don't uh, mind me asking. 245. 245? Around there. Okay, there's a little chuckle there. Maybe yeah. 250. Well, it, it, I gave you actually the high end. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm probably around 240, but uh, I wanted to make the story sound better. Okay, right cool, cool. All right, yes. I mean, he sounds stronger. Yeah. But you did get him back in that game. I mean, he threw you to the, the ground, but what was it, a third and 18? I'm just pulling this off the top of my head. Something You're crazy. right here, yeah. third and 18. Well, I got a face mask on somebody, and then I went to throw it away, and he was right there, and I just... He somehow he got out of it. He was in the air. He wasn't going for me, so I don't even count that for me. But I somehow got the ball away. We ended up going back 15 yards. But, yeah, that, that game was a roller coaster. Emotions up 28-3, then going down 34-28. Right. And then scoring on that last drive to Tyler Croft, that was pretty sweet. Right. All right, look at you. You're trying to butter him up already that he's in the air so he doesn't hit you and all that stuff. Hey, um, you're the man. Good, thank all right. you. Appreciate I think you. you. You see that? Wait, let's do that again. Peter King, let's see that. Boom. Oh, we had the point there too? Yeah, okay, it. I'll do the point. Okay. Oh, I got to get better on that. There you go. There we just go. Like that. And Love let's it. just shake like Peter King. Hello, Peter. How are you? <laughs>
All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the Josh Allen interview. I mean, he's come on. I mean, he's my boy Blue. He's like one of the homies now. I mean, gosh, I just go up there and hang out with Josh Allen for the day. I'm kind of a big deal. No, but seriously, it was amazing. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, big time expectations. You could see when I was up there, he's a man on the mission. The team itself is a team on the mission. I really think we're on a collision course with Kansas City Buffalo in the championship game. I really do. But, man, how could you not be impressed with the guy? And you could see the, the football IQ is real with Josh Allen as well. This is a well-thought-out human being as far as knowing the offense, mechanics, things he's stolen from other players, right? I mean, he let you know he stole something from Mahomes and warm-ups, stole something from Rodgers and how he throws the football. He's really cool, he's well thought out, and he's definitely one of the best players our game has to offer. So big thanks to the Buffalo Bills. Big thanks to my boy Blue, Josh Allen. Week one, all right, so next week too, got to lay this out. Only doing the one podcast because I'm going out to L.A. for Rams-Bills, Sunday night football opener, football night in America. You can tune into that on Thursday night. NBC will be there live and in person. That's going to be awesome. What a scene. And on Tuesday, doing my picks pod, the joint collaboration with Mike Florio. He got the best of me last year. I am going to be all over his ass this year, okay? I am. I'm coming back with a man on the mission. I'm like the Bills or the Chiefs, all right? So check that out Tuesday. That'll be out Tuesday afternoon. Everybody be good. Enjoy the opening game. And after that, when we get into week two of the NFL season, it'll be three pods a week, and we'll be a rolling train from there. All right, everybody, be good, be safe. Enjoy week one of the NFL season. Peace out. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.